0: Good morning, and welcome to House Church. This is our latest attempt to be together virtually for worship during the ongoing coronavirus crisis. It's a time for us all to stay home and stay healthy right now, and I hope you're all doing well in spite of the circumstances. Today, on this fifth Sunday in Lent, we are doing something a little bit different, but consistent with our annual observance of Martin Luther King Day on the liturgical calendar. This coming Saturday is April 4th and the anniversary of his death, so we are observing it today on the Sunday before, since next Sunday will be Palm Sunday. Last year I asked Joan Thomas if she would be our preacher on this occasion next time around, and here we are in a way that we did not dream of at that time. Carol and I are here today at our table in our home this morning and others will be joining you from theirs for readings and to lead music, preach the sermon, as we join in this service of morning prayer today. So thank you all for being here and may God be with you all.
1: has joined us in one body, let us all rejoice and be glad. in sincerity, love of people, where true charity a Ch- 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 Ch-
0: Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most Most merciful God, God, we confess that we have have sinned against against you in thought, word and deed, by by what what we have have done and by what we have 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 left undone. We We have have not loved you with our whole heart. heart. We have have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. and your mouth, mouth shall proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Glory, Glory to, to the, the Father, Father, and to the to Son, and to and the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as, the Holy Spirit, Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The, the Lord, Lord is full of compassion, compassion and mercy. Come, come, let us adore Him.
1: Come, let us see. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shelter to him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King of us. See Your way, O God, is holy. Who is so great a God as our God? Your way, O God, is holy. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God declared your power among the peoples. By your strength you have redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. saw you and trembled. The very depths were shaken. The clouds poured out water, the skies thundered. Your arrows flashed to and fro. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lift up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way, O oh Lord, is holy. Who is so great a God as our God? Your way was in the sea, and your path in the great waters. Yet your footsteps were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Your way, o God, is holy. Who is so great a God?
3: reading from Genesis chapter 37, beginning at the 17th verse. The man said, they have gone away, for I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dothan. They saw him from a distance, and before he came near to them, they conspired to kill him. They said to one another, here comes this dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits then we shall say that a wild animal has devoured him and we shall see what will become of his dreams here ends the reading sing the praises of the lord for
1: he has done
2: Take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand therefore and fasten the belt of truth around your waist and put on the breastplate of righteousness. The shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly, as I must speak. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Your merciful breath. And... I- Your merciful promise is beyond all measure. It surpasses all that our minds can fathom. O oh Lord, you are full of compassion, long suffering, and abounding in mercy. You hold back your hand you do not punish as we deserve. In your great goodness, Lord, you have promised forgiveness to sinners, that they may repent of their sin and be saved. And now, O Lord, I bend the knee of my heart and make my appeal sure of your gracious goodness. I have sinned, O Lord, I have sinned, and I know my wickedness only too well. Therefore I make this prayer to you. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Do not let me perish in my sin, nor condemn me to the depths of the earth. For you, O Lord, are the God of those who repent, and in me you will show forth your goodness. Unworthy as I am, you will save me in accordance with your great mercy, and I will praise you without ceasing all the days of my life. For all the powers of heaven sing your praises, and yours is the glory to ages of ages. Amen.
3: From the Gospel of Luke. Jesus said, I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who has taken your quote, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, and lend expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for He is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful. Just as your Father is merciful the word of the Lord thanks be to God
4: good morning the man whispered God speak to me and the meadow lark sang but the man did not hear so he yelled God speak to me and thunder and lightning rolled across the sky. But the man did not listen. He looked around and said, God, let me see you. And a star shone brightly, but the man did not see. And he shouted, God, show me a miracle. And a life was born, but he did not notice. So he cried out in despair, touch me, God and let me know you are here. Whereupon God reached down and touched the man, but the man brushed away the butterfly and walked on. Many years ago, I saw this short poem as part of a pastoral note that was sent to me. And I remember reading it and thinking at the time, you know I should really try to be more attentive to God's presence in my life. In this time of unprecedented uncertainty, as the COVID-19 global health crisis continues to evolve, as our lives become upended, as we walk on unfamiliar paths six feet apart, it is sometimes difficult to just take the time to pause, to be still, to listen, to experience God's presence. This Saturday, April 4th, marks the 52nd anniversary of Dr. Martin Luther King's death as we reflect on the life and legacy of this extraordinary visionary. We remember that Dr. King was powerfully motivated by the love and the spirit of God. As a minister, leader, and civil rights activist, Dr. King was a voice for the voiceless, a defender of the disenfranchised. He had an unshakable belief that God gives us the strength and solace to bear life's challenges, even in the most difficult times. And these are difficult times. We are troubled. We are anxious. We don't know what to do or how to respond to close the businesses closed schools, loss of jobs, loss of income. As one colleague of mine said, the easy has become difficult and the difficult almost impossible. In his book, Strive Towards Freedom, Dr. King tells a very personal story of how he experienced the love and peace of God during one of the most challenging times in his life. It was during the Montgomery bus boycott. Dr. King began receiving increasingly threatening phone calls. You'll be sorry you ever came to Montgomery. Call off the boycott or you will die. The threats increased day after day, dozens of phone calls threatening his life his family's life. Late one night, exhausted and overwhelmed, sick with fear, he bent over his kitchen table and he prayed for strength. This is what Dr. King said in his book. The words I spoke to God that night are still vivid in my memory. God, I prayed, I am afraid I'm at the end of my powers. I have nothing left. I have come to the point where I can't face it alone. At that point, Dr. King said, I experienced the power of the divine as I had never experienced him. Almost at once, my fears passed from me. My uncertainty disappeared. The outer situation remained the same, but God had given me calm. God had given me a new strength and trust. I knew now that God is able to give us the inner resources to face the storms and problems of life. That encounter, that experience transformed Dr. King's fear into a deep sense of abiding peace. God strengthened and sustained Dr. King, just as God strengthens and sustains us each and every day. Over the next 12 years, Dr. King preached. He protested, he marched, he ran, he walked, he led, he listened, he was jailed, beaten, Fat upon, humiliated, yet he never resorted to violence in his quest for equality among all races. Instead, Dr. King was motivated by the love and spirit of God and by his conscience. As Dr. King said, conscience always asks the question, is it right? Here at Trinity, conscience compels us to speak up, to act, to protest, to march in solidarity with immigrants, to help the poor, the marginalized, the homeless in our community, to ask the question, is it right? As an immigration attorney, I'm constantly confronted with this question. Especially when someone comes to my office, asking me to file something, anything at all, to help them stay in the country, because they are so terrified that ICE would deport them. Is it right to file a petition on behalf of a client, if there is no clear path to permanent residence? Is it right to separate mothers from their young children at the border and to detain children at overcrowded, squalid migrant detention centers? Is it right for ICE officers to arrest immigrants in courthouses? Is it right to encourage victims of violence to report crimes even if they fear that they themselves would be treated as criminals and deported. Jose, not his real name, was the victim of a violent crime in Seattle. When gang members mistakenly identified him as a member of a rival gang, they brutally assaulted Jose. I met with him to help him file a U visa application. Jose was apprehensive at first, very guarded. He stayed quiet for most of the time, not in occasionally as I described the process to him. We met four or five times as I gathered information and declarations to support Jose's case. Jose was uncomfortable with the lengthy process in time, and he became increasingly concerned about his chances of getting approved. One afternoon, as we got to the end of our meeting, Jose looked at me and asked, what's in it for you? I don't understand, he said. You're spending all this time with me, and you're not charging me anything. What's in it for you? I said, as attorneys, we sometimes offer our services for free. Besides, I told him, you have a compelling case. There is a very good chance that your U visa will be approved. Jose folded his hands in his lap, looked at them for a long moment, then said, yeah, I hear you. But what's in it for you? I was caught off guard by his lack of enthusiasm. Why couldn't Jose see that this was his chance? Perhaps his only chance to finally get the legal status he wanted. I never saw Jose again after that last meeting. He didn't show up for his next appointment and my phone calls to Jose went unanswered. In hindsight, it was simple. I realized I had been hearing Jose, but not really listening. I had failed to anticipate the level of fear he was experiencing. He was acutely aware that his future was uncertain. What if he gave immigration his address and ICE came knocking at his door? How was applying for a U visa going to affect his life, his family's lives? Frightened by the uncertainty of the unknown, disillusioned and demoralized by the divisive rhetoric shaping the public narrative about immigrants, Jose decided that accessing the protections he was entitled to under the law was simply a bridge too far. Sometimes, even given our best intentions, our earnest advocacy and efforts, we still don't get the outcome we desire. Sometimes we have to pause to be still, to take the time to listen, to someone's fears, their concerns, to set aside our judgments, to be more attentive to others. Rosa, a 19-year-old teenager who crossed the border from Mexico told immigration officials that she was seeking asylum. She was held at a detention center in another state, then later transferred to Washington. And I met with Rosa to help her file her asylum claim. Rosa tried to hold back tears, but failed, as she described her experiences in Central America. Overcome with emotion, shaking and sobbing, She described in searing detail the sexual violence and severe physical and psychological abuse she suffered at the hands of gang members in her country. When Rosa reported the abuse to the police, four gang members returned to her home and sexually assaulted her. Rosa fled the country. She described a harrowing journey from Central America through the blinding, hot, suffocating heat of the desert in Mexico and into America. I sat in a cramped airless room as Rosa, clad in a bright orange jumpsuit with shackles around her ankles, Relived the nightmares she experienced at the hands of her abusers. We sat there for a long time. And something happened during the time I was with Rosa. She became increasingly hopeful that this just might be a new beginning for her. Slowly her sobs subsided, a glimmer of hope flickered across her face, and as I leaned towards her, into that space, into the grace, into the light,
5: I listened.
0: and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty God, by the hand of Moses, your servant, you led your people out of slavery, and made them free at last. Grant that your church, following the example of your prophet, Martin Luther King, may resist oppression in the name of your love, and may secure for all your children the blessed liberty of the gospel of Jesus Christ, lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit one God, now and forever. Amen. Now, let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. God the Father, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you you and thank thank you, O Lord. Lord. God the Son, you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly. We praise you and and thank thank you, O Lord. Lord. God, the Holy Spirit, you make our bodies the temple of your presence. We praise praise you and thank you, O Lord. Holy Trinity, one God in you, we live and move and have our being. We We praise praise you you and thank you, O Lord. Lord, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear Hear us, O O Lord of life. Grant to all who seek your guidance, and to all who are lonely, anxious, or despondent, knowledge of your will and an awareness of your presence. Hear Hear us, us, O Lord Lord of Life. Mend broken relationships and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind and serenity of spirit. Hear Hear us, us, O Lord Lord of Life. Bless physicians, nurses, and all others who minister to the suffering. Grant them granting them wisdom and skill, sympathy and patience. Hear Hear us, o, o Lord of Lord life. Inspire researchers and all who seek vaccines and cures for COVID nineteen to use their best efforts and insights to find them. Hear Hear us, o, o Lord of, Lord of life. <clears throat> Grant to the dying peace and a holy death, and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit those who are bereaved. Hear us, us, O O Lord Lord of life. life. Restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin in our lives, in our nation, and in the world.
2: Hear Hear us, O O Lord Lord of life.
0: life. You are the Lord who does wonders. You have declared your power among the peoples. With you, O Lord, is the well of life. And in your light we see light. Hear Hear us, O O Lord Lord of life. life. Heal us and make us whole. Let us pray. Almighty God, giver of life and health, <clears throat> send your blessing on all who are sick and upon those who minister to them, that all weakness may be vanquished by the triumph of the risen Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Now let's name before God our intercessions and thanksgivings. Let's pray especially for those on our parish prayer list for Julie, Frank, Tom, Jean, Marian, Mary Grace, Ben, Carol, Lynn, Jane-Ann, Al, Robin, Don, and any others you'd like to name before God at this time. Let us pray for all of our leaders in this time of great difficulty and challenge, for all who are affected by the coronavirus and those who care for them, remembering especially the nurses and doctors and especially those in our parish and all others who are working to care for people during this time. Let us pray for all who are lonely and isolated and for all the other needs on our hearts at this time. And I invite you now to offer your thanksgivings for the blessings of your life that we may offer at this time. And let us join together in the general thanksgiving. Almighty, Almighty God, Father, Father of, all of all mercies,
2: we, are our unworthy servants, give servants, you give humble thanks for all your goodness, goodness and
0: loving kindness, kindness to us, us and to all whom you have made. by giving up up ourselves ourselves to your service, and and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. And let us pray together the prayer of St. Chrysostom. Chrysostom. Almighty God, you You have given given us grace at this time with one accord accord, to make our common common supplication supplication to you. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What wondrous
1: love is this, O my soul, O my soul. What wondrous love is this, to God and to the